Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome back to the show. She's an attorney. She just told me over the break, um, during the break, that she's highly controversial. I don't feel like you're highly controversial. You may be controversial for them people, but this is standard operating procedure here on Urban View. But let me welcome CEO Center for Employment Justice, former congressional candidate from Florida. Let me welcome Pam Keith back to the show. Hello. Hello, Karen. Hello, Renee. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Uh, Hi, you wanted to say something while we- I just wanted to say that people got it twisted when the vaccine came out because they got it in their mind that the vaccine stops you from getting COVID. And it never really did. The vaccine stops you from dying from COVID or getting super sick from COVID, but it doesn't actually stop you from getting COVID. It's the masking that stops you from getting COVID in the first place. So what happened was a lot of people were like, well, if I'm all vaxxed, then I'm not going to get COVID. And that's- I think that's the wrong, that that cross messaging occurred mm-hmm. like, oh, we're all safe now, COVID is gone, right? Because we all like herd immunity and all of that other stuff. And what I think could have been a better messaging strategy was to say, if you don't ever want to get COVID, then you need to mask. If you're okay with getting COVID and you just don't want to die, then you get vaccinated, right? But the reality is vaccine don't stop you from getting COVID. But that's the, that was CDC and like the folk that were out there, whether we're talking about Walensky or whomever who were on CNN every night, uh, Mm -hmm. Lena Wynn, who I actually like, they were, they were so afraid of, you know, offending somebody that they didn't just want to tell people once we realized it was airborne, I thought it was, it's airborne and it's now it's easily catchable. Everybody just let's wear a mask for a month and not give, it's just simple messaging. Everyone wear a mask for a month. So that COVID has no place to mutate. That should have been the thing. All right. No place to get in where it can now mutate. The whole vaccination thing was about getting us to herd immunity. Once you realize there was a backlash and you had a president that was mixed messaging while he's vaccinated and everything, he's out there telling people about hydroxychloroquine and bleach and all of this other bull crap. Once you knew that there was going to be a political football around it, you had to double down on the masking because you weren't going to get to herd immunity with the vaccine once you knew that. Because that could have happened, Pam, if everyone got vaccinated. COVID would have died and we wouldn't, you know, it would have been. In theory, yeah. In theory, yeah. yeah. But that, think, that wasn't going to happen. Right. You're exactly right. There was this total political backlash. I think it was generated from Russia because I'm conspiratorial like that. Okay. But I mean, I there was this total backlash. But I, I just don't think there was a strong enough messaging around masking what it really was for and why it's important because. The thing is, like, if you if you've ever heard of HPV, you know, that's an infection that most people get and don't even know they have it, don't have symptoms, don't have dysplasias, don't have nothing. And then, like, when they're in their 50s, all of a sudden they get throat, head, neck, ear cancers and all this other stuff. They're like, what the heck? And that's from a dormant virus. Right. And so I was of the view that I just did not ever want to get this thing. I don't care. I would rather just never have it. So I'm one of those two people who's never had it. I've never had COVID. Um, I'm also single and I live alone. So that I think helps to, you know, that cuts down on how much exposure you have. But I think people got it in their mind that if they're boosted and they're vaxxed, they're cool. And they're like, yeah, they're cool. You're not going to die. But that doesn't mean you're not going to get COVID. 
Yeah. And you know what? I don't think people are really being said. I'm with Karen on this. I just don't want it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't, I'm, you know, I just don't really feel like I need to experience that part of this thing. Right. But to, to your point though, uh, Pam, you're absolutely right. Is that people were like, oh, well, I'm free. I can go do th-. all these people were like, you know, I, I need to be outside with my mask, with my mask off. And you're like, well, why do you have to be in a crowded place? Why don't you just do the social distance? And I do think there are some people who just were just contrarian. They just don't want anybody, particularly the government, telling them what they can and can't do. And we saw a lot of that. And then, you know, you can find anything to support your argument on uh, on the internet. And then uh, these people who are doing their quote unquote research have found something that every single scientist in the entire world has somehow overlooked. What? How? Right. Yeah. Because they think that internet is research. They don't think that doing PhD <laughs> dissertations is research, right? You better so, say that. You better say it. I went through so a Starbucks. It, right. I heard it from a friend who heard yeah. it from, 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 Look, from Nicki Minaj's cousin's left testicle. <laughs> Right. Like, my view is that I don't want this thing. I didn't want the flu. I don't want a cold. Like, I don't want this thing. So I do wear a mask when I'm in groups. I wear a mask when I'm indoors. Um, I live in Florida. Nobody around here wears masks. And they look like heads. And I don't care. Like, you can look at me as crazy as you want. You're still not paying my bills. So there we go. I was at Starbucks this morning, went through the drive-thru. I put on the mask be- just in case the person behind me had a aerosol spray of spittle as they were ordering. <laughs> I put my mask on because I'm like, I don't want to drive into their spit. I don't know. They just did their <laughs> order. I waited. And then I put my mask on, rolled my window down, took short breaths, made sure it's a K and 95, <laughs> gave my order, rolled my window back, kept my mask on all the way around. I don't want to ride. I don't even ride. I got a convertible. I ain't even trying to, if I'm in traffic, I put my mask on and I put my glasses on or maybe my shield because I don't want nothing getting in my eyes. I know I'm extra, but shoot. All right. But Um, you're also safe and haven't had COVID. I have not. Okay. Let me just say it. All right. And I'm not bragging about it because anybody can get got. Yeah. Knock wood because it can happen anytime. Man, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Satan's a liar. All right. Let me let me uh, uh, shout out one of my favorites, and we're about to do a Tony K. Bambara uh, breakdown in narrative in Nubia, and I'm looking forward to that because Dr. Gray Carr, who's my partner in power uh, on Saturdays in class with Carr and in narrative, says if he had one Tony to take, he would take Tony K. over Tony Morrison. I don't agree with him. Tony Morrison is my jam, and now there will be a his, uh, historic release on HBO a series. Man, y'all ready for this? Sula is going to be serialized. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And for the, and it's almost poignant because Sula follows a, a neighborhood called The Bottom, a black neighborhood, a fictional town in Ohio, which is the central theme uh, in this. And we're talking about like black people, you know, World War One returning. Mm-hmm. 1919 which is the red summer tony morrison is brilliant in this book it is amazing and they're gonna have this on hbo now here's what's cool here's what's cool um i believe that Mackenzie scott is involved in helping to fund this because i believe that tony morrison actually was her one of her teachers 
Look at that. Look at how life is. You see what I'm saying? And Mackenzie Scott, there's a scripture that says the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. I feel like Mackenzie Scott is an example of somebody's wealth being stored up and she's just giving it all away in that divorce. I appreciate her. It keeps getting replenished and she keeps giving it away. You better do that. Jeff Bezos wife. So he must be wicked. So there's that. Uh, also, before we go back to the phones, just a little levity. It's been a really heavy weekend. Uh, I contemplated not coming in today. I contemplated. I don't feel like talking about this. I just need us to work. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we need to roll up our sleeves and get busy and, and do some things uh, in our community to make sure we are safe. Um, but we need to have, also have safe place, places where we can talk talk these things out and I'm glad that we actually had the caller James with that ideology because we need to know what's infecting us that's gonna you know keep us from freedom all of us but um mm-hmm. I was watching Atlanta um season three which you can watch this a couple of episodes in season three are standalones they have a reparations episode Donald Glover is amazingly brilliant in how he has written and crafted these thought-provoking and and art is important it's where we see ourselves and where we get uncomfortable so this episode features a a kid who looks white but is actually black according to america's definition of blackness but he only hangs out with white people he doesn't want anybody to know he's black until a man shows up and gives uh free education to only the black students at the school it's an integrated school so then you got to take a test to prove that you're black so that you can get this free education And the person is Kevin Samuels, which is hilarious, but it also features, uh, who did this, of course, before he died. Uh, George Wallace is also in it. So um, I should have played this clip on Friday, but I hadn't finished watching the episode. So if I'm being honest, I hadn't finished watching it because I got to this part of the the little, you know, I was trying to watch it before I came in because I knew I was going to invite George Wallace on. But this black test, to me, is just everything. So I just want to play this clip, and I wonder how many of us would pass Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. All right, Smith, play it. Ooh, look at this high yellow. <laughs> What's your name, boy? Uh, Aaron. You say Aaron? <laughs> it's kind of black. It's in the Bible. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hank Aaron. Yeah. Shut up, fool. That don't count. <laughs> All right, let's get started. We're gonna ask you a few questions. <laughs> Name me six things that mix with Hennessy. Ooh, yeah. Um, Coke? Uh, Rum? He say? What's he say? Huh? He said what? Rum. Mm. Shit, oh shit, that might be good. <laughs> I'll try that. Mango. Coconut. Ice? All right, all right. Now he's just making up shit. But he's creative. That's all right. The run run was good enough. It was creative. All right. Uh, What happened to that boy at Lenox Mall? Oh, I I heard about that on the radio this morning. Uh, A police officer killed him in a routine traffic stop, and his dad was in the car. Yeah, crazy. I didn't say what happened to that boy at Lenox Mall. I said, what happened to that boy at Lenox Mall? And the answer was... Mm, mm, Damn mm. shame. Mm, 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 mm. All right, enough of the warm up. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. All right, how long can chicken sit on the stove? Um, Bobby and Whitney are Will and Jada. Whitney? No, 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 no. 
Jada, where is the first place you take your cousin after you get out of jail? Why did the five heartbeats break up? Your mama or your mother? Sobe Lizard Milk, NBA Young Boy. Silk pillow covers? What color are Wendy's napkins? DJ Doodoo Brown, 227 in Amen. Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost? Marshall or my name? Crisco. If her foot is in it, it's good. Take this pencil, go make a beat on that table. The price is on the can. Urge a great Kool Aid. Spell Dante. DQ or Popeyes. What soda is good for you? If Neo's hat gets any lower, it's gonna be on his blank. Megan Trainer. Essence Fest. L A Q U E S. This was fun. It was fun. You can say that again. <laughs> Gotta be honest. We had a good time. Yeah. But the tribunal has concluded that we are not giving you the scholarship. Mm. Wait, why? You ain't black, boy. But my dad's black. Well, then have him come here, and then I'll give him the scholarship. Mm-hmm. You know, that <laughs> <go> to college. <laughs> this isn't fair. You're not giving me the scholarship because I'm light-skinned? You are white! You are your shit, the fucker! You are white! You white! He just told you, blacks only! He couldn't answer any of the questions, could he? He's white! Off white. Off white, so I knew he was white when he first Let's bring my mic back up. Um, Y'all could watch episode nine of Atlanta season three, but it begs the question that I always, always ask, what does it mean to be white in America, but also what does it mean to be black? And it's one of those inherent things, you know, um, I think I would fail the six things you could put in Hennessy. And I used to bartend. I didn't know that there's six things you could put in Hennessy. I'm not sure. I don't drink anymore. Uh, I'm drinking like 30, maybe longer than that. Wait, he said... He said the things that mix with Hennessy, Mixed right? with Hennessy, six things. And he didn't say sex because I think that that would mix. Oh, with you better go ahead, Renee. Yeah. You must be black. Okay, I am. Yes, I yeah. am. <laughs> <laughs> Renee says sex in Hennessy. You better. He said that's right. Okay, yes, you are very I, on I, point I, with I, that. I, I didn't even think about that. that. All right, what are your six things, Pam? Well, see, I'm a lawyer, so you know I would have been technical. Right, like so. For me, it would have been like ice water, club soda, tonic. Like, oh, okay. That's, that's what a technical yeah. mind would be like. Yes. It's like I have those. Can you put orange juice like, in Hennessy? Technical, uh-uh. uh, but that's not the black answer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you. I will be straight up with you. I don't drink Hennessy. Me either. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't drink, I don't, but I don't want to fake the funk about that because. I think one of the most important things about being black is being real and being honest and being authentic. Come on. And I'm not trying to be any old thing because that's what other people are doing. That's mm-hmm. not true. Let me take that's- a sip. You are so controversial. No, I'm kidding. Hilarious. <laughs> Look, you, you are if not- you guys I'm know kidding. how many times I light <laughs> up the right and get the, the, the hyena pack attack from the right, you would know. From where? On Twitter? You know what? Twitter oh, doesn't yeah. count. Okay. Echo chamber, but but, but, well, but I mean, if, question- if you get a phone call in the middle of the day from 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 the television station in Nashville because they don't like your tweet, I think you were controversial. But I have a question for you: When you get that reaction, come mm. on now, tell us what's the feeling. I, like. I freaking love it. 
I knew it. I knew it. I love it. You know, it, you know, it does get ugly because they will call my work. They will call, they one time I, my, my life gets threatened. They threaten my niece. They threaten my mom who passed away in 2010. Like they, they go cray cray. I mean, they go on your Facebook. They find you on your LinkedIn. They go all over the place to see if they can rattle you. But the thing mm-hmm. is that I've been, it happened, it has happened too many times for them to be able to rattle me. The thing about being a, a voice or an influencer is whatever, just be steady. Cause in 48 hours, it'll all be over. They'll, they'll be on to the next thing. That's so they're, they're going to be all mad at me. Cause you know, so this, you know, right, latest one, for example, I've been just going all in on Tesla because I don't like Elon Musk and I don't like, I don't like his Putin-esque, I'm a control all the communication shit that drives me crazy. So I was all in on Tesla and Tesla is one of these companies. It's one of the only car companies I know of that has its own army of bots and trolls on social media that pack attack anybody that, 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 that says anything negative about the, about Tesla. I was like, you better back up. The more you come at me, the more I'm going to call your car a bootleg, ugly, suppository looking overpriced piece of shit. Keep coming. Because in 24 hours, you're going to move on and I'm going to still be telling every liberal that listens to me not to buy your product. And if your stock is tanking, a little bit is because of me. And I'm proud of that. You better say that, Pam. Keith is here. 866-801-8255. Renee Seiler is here as well. Good Enough Mother is her handle. Um, I was watching an MSNBC documentary on the stock market last night, and they were talking about GameStop and how Elon Musk helped that thing shoot up to $420, $420 a, a failed company shot up because Elon Musk tweeted about it. On yeah. and I was like, how many shares of that did he own? Like, this is such a nasty brew of like insider pool, whether we're talking about Congress or these uh, captains of industry that I'm glad somebody needs to speak out. And I think Tesla is trash, even though even though they have a cool karaoke <laughs> feature. I'm not mad at that. But well, I I, whatever that. feature they got, there's still a racist company and I'm never going to be checking for a racist company. So, right. You do your employees bad. I'm going to do you bad. That's what I do on my Twitter. All right. All right. 866-801-8255. Um, Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit? Holy Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Okay. Even I knew that. Okay. This is a tough one. Whitney and Bobby or Will and Jada? Whitney and Bobby. Yep. Whitney and Bobby. That's not close. All right. Y'all are black. Okay. You pass. Mm -hmm. You pass. 866-801-8255. Here's a um, a little recall that's happening. Those of you might be a little upset. Mars Wrigley announced this on Friday. Skittles, certain varieties of Skittles, Starbucks, and Lifesaver gummies have been recalled because of a very thin metal strand embedded in the gummies or loose in the bag. Uh, The company said it hasn't hadn't received any reports of anyone falling ill. We probably already have so much mercury in our body. Our body's like, eh, there's no problem. Y'all keep eating that tuna. Uh, Mars Wrigley said it's working to remove the recall products from stores. Uh, there's no word of how many packages could be involved. But if you like the Skittles, the Starbucks, or the Lifesaver gummies, uh, beware. All right. Y'all ready to go back? How does to that even happen? How does that get in a, the machine? Like a broken machine? It's, it's probably a machine okay. shredded, shedded some of its little uh, metal parts. Uh, got in a bag. Like probably the thing mm-hmm. that maybe drops it in. But are Skittles mm. worth the calories? I mean, I figure if you yes. go with the sugar, why not no. go with yes. like a the purple Skittles? Are at the red and purple Skittles are absolutely worth the calories. What kind of question is that? Yeah, but you really got to shovel them in to get some sort of satisfaction. You can't I, I, do like one at a time. You got to do like 10 and then mix them, you know, mix them with some water, get a whole, you know, you know, you can't just, I know it's weird. 
Look, look at Karen's face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You mixing them? You taking them like I'm trying to understand. You, so you're popping in ten, you're chewing them up, and then you're taking a glass of water? No, no, you don't chew them yet. You don't chew them. You put the water in your mouth while they're whole, and you swirl them around and get some of the. So it's like That's making too much work. It is a lot of work. No, I'm with you, Pam. It's a lot of work. That's why that's not something I do. But I'm just saying, I try to make things interesting and fun. And that's, okay. that's interesting and fun. I Hold lead on. a very boring life. But when's your, just... when's your birthday? <laughs> February 17th. Okay. Aquarian. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all are different. Okay. She's, she's making Kool-Aid in her mouth. That's a lot of, oh, we gotta, we gotta get Renee some hey, hobbies. That's not right. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the phones. Um, Ah, where should we go? Denver. Let's go to Denver. Welcome in Sean. Sean in Denver. Hi. Hello, Hi. Karen. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. Well, thank you. First time caller. I mean, I've been listening to you guys all day. Yay! It kind of tuned in because of the shooting situation. I, I, I liked your last little uh, deal on like black or not. Like I actually lived in Atlanta for like seven years and my mom's white, my dad's black, and my kids are Mexican. You know, their mom is a Mexican descent. She is full bred. I am like a mixed full breed. Bread. You know, all of so, this breeding. Are y'all dogs? Just... I mean, no, and that, that's that's more of what I called you for. Like, you know, ethnicity. You know, I feel like ethnicity is such a big deal in the world today that it shouldn't even matter. I'm, I'm more of, of of American. You know, I just want to be more of about American. You know, we're mean? American what first. What does that mean? I what mean, does that mean? I, I and I understand like no 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 I'm I'm, no, I'm I'm like pause for a second is your first time listening first or time th- listening to you guys okay yes. all right oh. so 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 breathe all of these things we just say it's like ropes it's like we're we're on a loop you just want to be what does it mean to be American as a person that has a black parent a white parent you're raising children that are Mexican not sure how does that play cuz 80% of Mexicans also have African indigenous blood in them whatever that means so what does it mean to be an American to you Sean for me to be American is opportunity I'm a capitalist you know I like I like money I like the opportunity to come out here and make money you know I'm an electrician uh, that's what I'm put on the earth to do. I, I tell people I'm here to bring power to the people in an electricity sense, you know, and I mean, I just, I, I love people, you know, I love my white family like I love my black family, you know, I know the differences between the love that they got, but that's my, maybe why I identify myself as a black man. I've had, I've had white people ask me why I don't identify as white, and I'm just like, well, I mean, I, I, I've never was taught to be identified as white, you know, and, and even my kids, they make fun of my, my skin tone. I'm real white, you know, but I mean, as a, as a 16 year old, you know, I, you couldn't tell me I was white when I was in Atlanta, I was fighting for, for, for my, for my blackness. You know what I mean? I went to school out there in Atlanta. I lived in Athens. I went to Chambly, you know what I mean? And it, it, it wasn't easy for me to consider myself a black man in an all black culture, but it, it woke me up to the world coming from Colorado Springs to Atlanta, Georgia, and just seeing how big this world really is and how small Colorado is. Because Colorado is a racist state. I mean, it is very racist. And I'm coming to find out that it's a liberal state. And, I mean, these white people out here, they don't hide it. I mean, it's, 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 it's in your face. I mean, especially the Springs where I'm from, that's like the most beautifulest place I've ever been. But I can't stand it down there because of the vibe of the people. And I mean, it's just, 
I, I feel what people are saying is black people need to come together in this, but I think we need to come together as Americans first and, and dictate America. And then, you know, ethnicity should be something that you, you should be proud of, you know, as, as your person. But I don't know. That's just my sense. But I, I, I'm honored to talk to you. I, I, I just I love different perspectives of conversation. So. I mean, I think that what he's saying is true. Obviously, we, we want to all say, you know, we all want to come together. We want to hold hands. We want to sing Kumbaya, that kind of thing. But the fact is that there are things in place that keep there are actual things, legislation, the way people think, that sort of thing that keep people who look like him from not attaining what they should attain as, as, you know, as in their jobs. Like, for example, I mean, you guys know, you mentioned Karen Sundown Towns earlier. Sundown Towns, which is one of those things that you think of as in the South, but really there were a lot of them in the North. And that's because in the South, there was sort of this uneasy Black folks knew where they were supposed to be and when they were supposed to be. And they knew that they couldn't be in a certain town after a certain, after the sun went down. But in the North, they had signs that said, don't let the sun set on you, that kind of thing. You can read it all about it in the book, Sundown Towns. But there are still um, things on the books. There are covenants that, that prevent Black people from owning homes in certain areas. When you look at environmental racism, that is a real thing. So while what he says is true and lovely, the fact is we, we're not there yet. Yeah. And we have to work to get there. I think, and, and Karen, if I may, there is a, if you wanna be an American, and you wanna be seen as American, you're gonna have to leave this country because it's only outside of this country that you can just be an American because your passport allows you certain kind of recognition, your money allows you a certain mobility. And when you are out in France or you out in Germany or you are out in Brazil and they catch up to you, they'd be like, oh, you're an American. You go to Australia, you're an American. That's what matters about you when you're outside this country. But like all things, you know what you are by being around what you're not, right? And so in Colorado Springs, you're one thing, you're in Atlanta, you're something else because because what you are is defined by what you're not, mm. okay? So inside our borders where we're all Americans, then being American doesn't mean anything. What, what, what happens is what denomination of American are you? What, what subsect of American are you? Are you Christian? Are you Catholic? Are you Jewish? Are you black? Are you white? And that is a natural default mindset. In other countries, it's class, right? Are you wealthy? Your accent defines who you are and who you are not. In other places, it's religion. Are you Catholic? Are you Protestant? If you're Northern Ireland, that's what matters about you, not whether you're black or white. Um, and so it is, it, is, it is true. But the thing is, I take great offense and umbrage at this idea that, there, that, that we need to somehow assimilate or, or, or tamp down or not celebrate our history, our culture, our language, our music, because we're the ones who decide what's cool on planet Earth. It's Black people who decide what's cool. Um, but when you look at the war in Ukraine right now and you look at the pride of the Ukrainian people, I couldn't tell a Ukrainian from a Russian on the street, but you damn well better believe they can tell the difference. And everything that comes with that Ukrainian identity is part of what makes them them. And if they come here, I'm not gonna ask them to be Russian. 
I'm not going to ask him to look Irish. I'm not going to ask him to sound Romanian. They're Ukrainian. And it's perfectly cool for them to be exactly what they are. And that's really the place that we need to get to in this country. It's not that I'm an American. No, duh. You're an American. I'm an American. They're all American. That doesn't mean anything here. Here, I'm a Black American, and it's a beautiful thing. And it's a magnificent thing. And it means that I have a certain pep in my step and inflection in my voice. It means that I carry myself with a little black girl magic and you're just going to have to get used to it. But I don't ever have to damp down or sidestep or, or ignore that which makes me me. There is only one me. And I'm a badass. You better say that. That's Pam Keith. Renee Silas a badass too. And y'all already know how I feel about myself. Now, that said, 866-801-8255. You know, the, 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 I love that you said the only place you can be an American is outside of, of America. That's so powerful because America has this weird made up construct called whiteness that, that defines blackness in many ways, because even that black test is kind of like, you could be a black person and not know what Hennessy, what goes with Hennessy and that should right. be okay. And right. I should, I should be able to say Holy Spirit and be all right. You should it. be. I should be but, all right but- with that. But, but Karen, that's just it. There's there's the blackness of your culture, whether you you catch these culture and then there's the blackness of your color. Right. Because you could be Sikh and be mistaken for black. Right. right. And get shot by the police anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> right? You better right? say that. So yeah. there's black on how you are treated by others. And then there's black on how you behave and treat yourself. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, 866-801-8255 to the, to the Russian, uh, you, but you, you, you made a really fine point about that because the, the, the Ukrainian does, even though they may share language and a whole lot of history, they know the difference. And in Ireland, you got Northern Ireland. I mean, it is so interesting. They fought whole ass wars for decades around being Protestant or Catholic. And how did they know who was Protestant and Catholic? How, how do you know? How do you know? But they do. Trust they and know. believe. You yes. go to Northern Ireland, they know. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I'd be like, eh, you're Irish. You all sound Irish to me. But you go there, and boy, they can tell by inflections and word choices and little little nuances that one's a Catholic, one's, you know, they, that's got that. I, you know, yeah. but my point wow. is, you shouldn't be ashamed to be Irish Any of that. Catholic or ashamed to be Irish Protestant. You are what you are. You should be celebrating that. And so to me, my view is what makes America amazing is that we can have all these different nuances and subtleties and variations and mixes. And that's what makes us so dang special. Our strength is our diversity. Unless you believe to be American is to be white and anything that is not that deserves death. And that's where we are right now across the board. That's where we that's are with the danger. Buffalo. Yeah. And that's, and it's you know, so, and it's so twisted. It's so twisted because there's a lot of white countries on this planet, but there's only one America. And it's because we're not white that we're special. Her, uh, thank you, Smith. Herb in Maryland. Some would call you herb, depending on where you're from in Maryland. <laughs> you're, you want to tell us what goes with Hennessy and I'm here for it. Hi. Yeah. How you doing? Hey, I answered all above. Thank you for having me. Uh, look, I grew up uh, right there in D.C. All, uh, during the 90s. All we drank with Hennessy, so I can tell you everything that go with it. Come uh, on now. You mix it with uh, Moet. Uh, you mix it with ginger ale. Ginger. Yeah, we, we would cut it with Moet because, you know, when we're trying to be fancy out there in the hood. All right, so was, that's like a mimosa, uh, a mini mimosa with it, Hennessy, a Hennosa. Right, go ahead. Right, but we also cut it with ginger ale. Ginger ale uh, is what my grandmother would say, ginger ale. 
ginger ale. Ginger ale. There you go. Uh, Pepsi or Coke, obviously. Uh, then you go with uh, uh, Hypnotic or Alizé. Oh, that is making it super sweet. Wow. Hypnotic or Alizé. Okay. Strong and sweet. Jesus. All right. Mm. And then and then your liver is saying, hey, hold up now. Hold up now. Why do we do this to ourselves? Who made us like brown liquor? I just want to know who gave us brown liquor and made us want to drink that stuff that makes our liver quiver. I don't know what herb, herb, thank you for uh, giving us some insight, but I think that's one, two, three, four. You got two more, two more. No, I gave you six. I gave you Moet, ginger ale, Pepsi, Coke, Alizé, and uh, uh, Hypnotic. So you put Pepsi and Coke in a different category? I think that's all the same. Pepsi what and Coke. Okay, well, ice, oh. we'll go with ice. Will be the sixth one. Ice, but all right, depending all on right, what you like. All right, all right. All right I'll accept it. Herb, right. Thank, thank you for that. You, uh, you will get the scholarship. You are black. I appreciate you. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. McDonald's is selling its Russian business. It said today that it started the process of selling its Russian business. Eight hundred and fifty restaurants that employ sixty two thousand people, making it the last and the latest uh, Western corporation to exit Russia. Uh, and shout out to the Ukrainians who are putting mannequins in trees and places with guns and pretending like they're people and scaring the hell out of the. I mean, this is guerrilla warfare at the next level. It's mental. It's all of the things. <laughs> got them thinking that there's more more people out there than there are but this is what is required to keep your land and some of us who live in america like buffalo need to have similar tactics in terms of strategy because there is a war going on in this country and we don't talk about it every day but we I, and see it. that's why i'm controversial here because i'm the one that's been saying we are at war for the longest time we are at war it's not that we're looking at war not nah, we've been in war it's war Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.